So um, <laughs> we're at the wedding. Like six songs in, this guy starts playing Rocky Top. So I walk up to the DJ. I'm like, stop playing the song. <laughs> and he's like, well, we play it here. I said, stop playing the song. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm not going to stop. I said, I will unplug your equipment. Stop playing the song. And I, and I wasn't buffing him. I walked around to the I walked around to the thing and was almost about to grab the power cord. And he's like, all right, I'll stop. He stops playing it. And he's like, people are like, run, run, run. It's like, well, the groom has requested we stop playing it because you know, apparently that's the <laughs> the fight song of the University of Tennessee, which at that point all my Georgia fans got out there and started calling the dogs. It was, it was an awesome Wait, moment. he didn't know that it was no, the Tennessee song? No, that's Southwest Indiana. They don't <laughs> care just, about football. just like, this song is just awesome? <laughs> Like, regretfully that's amazing regretfully like it's hard to like like i don't understand anyone liking that song but i can in a, if i hit myself in the head with something heavy or blunt i can be like okay well a tennessee person might like this song because they associate it with their team <laughs> if you're a diehard georgia bulldog football fan this podcast episode is for you hey there my name is scott duvall and you are tuned into episode 20 of the waiting since last saturday podcast This is a very special show. You see, normally on Thursdays, my co-hosts, Will Leach and Tony Waller, join me in previewing the upcoming game that George will be playing. This week, however, the dogs are on a bye. Not even considering taking a week off ourselves, Will decided to have Tony and me, two lifelong Georgia fans, rank in order of least objectionable to most objectionable SEC teams, fan bases, etc. Basically counting it down from 13 to 1 in which schools we actually kind of like to the ones where an 0-8 record in the SEC and finishing with a miserable overall record still wouldn't be enough to satisfy us. In this episode, Tony will share many stories similar to the one you just heard about the time a DJ tried to play Rocky Top at his wedding to an instance where he literally had Smokey, the volunteer's blue tick hound mascot, by the collar and was leading him to... Well, I'll let him tell you the story. We also welcome a special guest later on in the program, and she will reveal my number one most objectionable team in the SEC. Why? Well, she grew up with this school near her backyard, across the border in another state, and developed her dislike for their school and their overall color scheme at an early age. Will is going to steer this ship today as he leads Tony and me through our own personal journey of the other SEC schools that Georgia competes against year in and year out. So, sit back and enjoy. Here's Will to kick us off. All right, so the the conceit is, you know, I am the, this is now I've only been in Athens for two years, and you guys, of course, are lifelong dog fans. I feel like I've gotten accustomed, and I've I've learned a lot of the cultures. I think that I I found even at the event last night where I talked at uh, at LiveWire, a bunch of people had read that column that uh, that oh, I yeah, wrote, the, the football, which the football I frankly column. think everybody likes, but Tony. I actually don't think that you like that column because I think that you think it plays into uh, some of your concerns about Georgia fans. And I understand what you're saying. I, and uh, I, I sense that a little bit in your public comments about <laughs> it, which is fine, of course. And I understand. And frankly, your judgment is trusted a lot more than mine on it. But that's, that is beside the point. Uh, what well, doesn't annoy me the like uniform talk does. So no, okay, that's good. That's good. I like how you put the, y'all were stacking furniture. <laughs> it just made me ponder it and think like, that's a great visual. That yeah. You just put, put <laughs> yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. But no, I, I appreciate your uh, your dogged, persistent, and I would argue justified efforts to fight against the notion that Georgia fans are are a lot of Georgia. The program and the fans are the way that people outside try to stereotype them. Well, let's be clear: the fans are very much that way. Yeah, but but my, you know, my you know, argument but, is that is that is a horizon that's set by narrative, and, right, which and I think is fair. Which I'm. 
Which you right. know, that's the world we live in. Right, right. I'm not. I'm just. I'm not saying that fans aren't that way. I'm saying if we're going to say Georgia only loses the big games that we decide are the big games, oh, they're no, never going to win the big game. And to me, the, the point of the column was to try to capture the feeling of being at the stadium rather sure. than saying this is yeah. an overarching Georgia thing. But nevertheless, that's outside the point. The point is, is I'm still you know new to this and trying to learn about it. So I actually, you know, whereas I grew up with Illinois sports. So I, a lot of things that I know about Illinois sports, I might not necessarily know about Georgia sports or I'm curious about Georgia sports. So I wanted to posit some questions to you guys on this off week to make sure we were still very focused on Georgia related things to answer some of the questions that I have about Georgia. Maybe have some debate uh, discussion generally about what these things mean. It's always good to be reminded why, like one of the main questions I had, for example, was looking at every other team in the SEC. We'll kind of start off with this. Every other team in the SEC have two questions. I think you've prepared different lists to answer each of my questions. One is, who is ranking from 1 to 13? Who is your most tolerable to least tolerable fan bases in the rest of the SEC? And then the other question is, what are the most tolerable to least tolerable teams to lose to? And that is to say, obviously, it's never tolerable to lose. But, just about but to say they're all tied for 13. Yes, but theoretically speaking... In a, in a vacuum, outside of the context of the game, it, I would have to think it hurts more in the long term to have to lose to Florida than, say, Mississippi. I think That's it, a fair assessment, yeah, right? Yeah, and I think it depends on where you grow up in parts of the state. Sure. Georgia is surrounded Absolutely. by their rivals. And right. so the northwest corner hates losing to Tennessee. Down where my wife grew up in Columbus, they can't stand losing to Auburn. It yeah. just kills them. If you go out towards Augusta, it might be South Carolina, maybe Probably Clemson. Yeah, yeah, or Clemson. Yeah. So I mean it just it's very regional. It's interesting. Yeah, very much where I'm from, which is southeast Georgia, it is Florida. Yeah. And a lot of that has always been, but even more so has to do with the fact that when Florida start there, uh when the football was invented in nineteen ninety. Um, <laughs> that there were a lot of bandwagon Florida fans that came out of the woodwork. So people who had I grew up with them owning, you know, Georgia. Paraphernalia. Yeah. And, and here's a little, a neat little, here's a neat little thing about me. Um, I'm a contrarian. Uh, hold on, y'all calm down. Okay, mm-hmm. calm down. I'm a contrarian. So in high school, even though I knew I was coming to Georgia, I was a big, huge Georgia fan. I actually wore a Georgia Tech hat because everyone had Georgia hats. Uh, and I had Georgia hat too, but I just wore Georgia Tech hat. But it's my thing, right? right? And the funny story is my dad became a Georgia fan because his best friend was a Georgia Tech fan. And my father's contrarian. He graduated high school, Lottie How Come. And, and Georgia Tech was really, really good in the 50s. And so, you know, my dad picked the underdog, Georgia, at the time, because <laughs> uh, we're in the middle of the, the, what, what Georgia Tech fans, or actually Georgia fans, called the streak uh, before Theron Sapp came and, and, and busted the streak. So my dad became a Georgia fan because of that. And in Fitzgerald, Georgia, you don't really pick teams because you're busy, you know, doing things like picking cotton and peanuts in the fall. Understood. <laughs> Yeah, I want to. I will, by the way, I hope that there is somewhere a picture of you wearing a Georgia Tech hat. We need to it find exists. it. It exists. I and also we, had hair and was, yeah, I was in my playing weight, which is surprisingly close to my current weight. <laughs> well, I think that that's that reeks of an Instagram WSLS podcast. Oh, I'd uh, love, photo, I'd love to get my hands on to that. To say the very least, come, it's, it's come Georgia I Tech. Wait. Come I Georgia promise. Tech and since, since we're being candid for y'all out there, Tony runs our WSLS Twitter handle, and I run the WSLS Instagram account. And Will just kind of runs everything. Will watches you guys do a really good job with social media. I'm notoriously bad at social media. I'm actually just not very good at it. Uh, no, your MySpace account rocks. It does. It does. My Friendster is Friendster. is uh, trending. Oh, wow. 
But uh, I actually met uh, a long-term girlfriend of a friendster, if you can believe that. Um, Is there a book about that? The, no, not yet. Um, <laughs> that, that's why I always find curious. I like the geographical idea because that's something that's similar in Illinois. People from upstate have no idea why Missouri would ever be a rival, whereas sure. downstairs, downstate we don't really care about you know northern Illinois. We care about Northwestern, but just because they're pathetic and sad and horrible people. Every every week. Every week. <laughs> Go Cats! Go Cats! I love it, though. I like Someone uh, who was it that pointed out that – Northwestern's win over Stanford looks more and more like Virginia Tech's win over Ohio State last year. Yeah. Like that weird, like, oh, that team's actually terrible, and this team's really great. And they had one weird game at the beginning of the season. So I think I mentioned to you during the the Georgia game when we saw the scores that were flashing up and we saw that Northwestern lost again. I asked you, is this going to be how it was a couple years ago? Like game day went to Northwestern and they were undefeated and then they lost like six or seven in a row after that. That was the famous famous Darren Rovell cries on the sideline game. Okay. That was a very – there's a wonderful picture of Darren Rovell who was just on his high horse – all week about Northwestern, Northwestern, Northwestern. And he's on the sideline, just like he's there's not actual tears, but I think that's just because the, the camera's not close enough. But he's just sitting there, arms folded, just with that furrowed, like dip snoot. I have a um, question. Yes. Did he tweet the value of the loss? I think that, I think that, uh, <laughs> I think so. I think that he, he tweeted that their Under Armour contract would go down 0.03% because <laughs> of the loss. Um, so lists, lists. So here's my list. Here, I want to know your list. Give me. You, do you guys have two separate lists, or do you have what list did you do? Scott? Yeah, what list did you do, Scott? You did uniforms, didn't you? No, no, okay. because you know SEC is pretty traditional. Yeah. There's there's not yeah. that many wacky uniforms yeah. besides and, Vanderbilt and, and Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and those are the two teams that would deserve to play on Thursday night more often than <laughs> yeah. any others, and maybe Auburn. Now. I think that's firmly established. Although I am confused with Auburn, it seems to me that orange stripe down the middle has a little bit more of a metallic look this year than just a plain orange. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I think that they've gone a little bit. I'm colorblind to orange, so I can't tell. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It, it makes you horrible when you go hunting. Well, that's why I'm, I'm strictly a fisherman. But I I might be advocating a Georgia black jersey, Florida orange jersey oh, for God. Halloween. I mean, Here I saw someone Here it is someone on Twitter suggested Syracuse and Florida, Florida State. Florida State. That. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a terrible idea. Um, orange, orange, Florida, and, and black jerseys. Black jerseys, yeah. Georgia. I mean, Sweet. Not, I mean, I suppose if, if – Okay. Yeah. There's – the candy corn. Do we want to turn that into a candy corn bowl? I kind of like. I don't know. Okay. Like I understand what you're saying. Yeah. But like, it's that sort of festiveness is. It seems to diminish, particularly. Well, well Look, it's going to be I, a pretty important game. I, I really fight. I really fight being like the old man. Like get, get off, off my lawn. lawn yeah, right? that, I jinx. really fight. You're right. <laughs> I really fight. I really do fight that. But I'm sorry. That's just out beyond anything yeah, I can much. possibly get my head around. You know, I, I have a I, one uniform thing I'm very proud of this week. Illinois is wearing their Red Grange jerseys this week. Oh, cool! They're made of they're made of wool. They're made they're made of wool, and they're, <laughs> they have no face masks, and they have leather. A uh, and M did the leather helmet thing last year. Yeah, they they they're they're, they're gray because you know he's famously the gray outfit goes. Yeah. So they're all gray uniforms. Cool. But the of course one of my favorite things about those uniforms they look fantastic. They they want their biggest win last year was against Minnesota when they were wearing those uniforms. They wear them. It appears to be they wear them for homecoming now. But it's just funny because. The jersey that he was wearing back then was actually orange and blue, which are Illinois' colors. 
but all the film is in black and white. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so look, look great. It's just like okay, sure. Let's he was let's pretend he was wearing a gray uniform, even though he was in fact wearing an orange and blue uniform, just like the rest of the players. It's a very kind of like like squint and sure, sure. This is what he was wearing, even though actually now it's just like no, they just didn't have color film back then. Well, <laughs> wow, the only the only time speaking of Illinois homecoming, the only time I ever wore orange on a Georgia Florida day was the the only orange shirt, all orange shot I've ever worn. I wore that day for homecoming because Illinois homecoming was that day, and I was working. No, oh, yeah, yeah. So you're um, on duty. Yeah, I was on duty, and then some smart ass suggests I have to wear it every year for Georgia, Florida, um, and I and I and I and I didn't, and we lost next year, and I threw that shirt away. So, well, I vowed many years ago since we're on the Georgia, Florida talk. I vowed not to go because I went year after year after year. I saw one victory, which was 1997. And so I said, fine, I'm not going to go until we win Show two in a row. All. Yeah. I said, we won't go. I'm, I'm not going back until we win two in a row. And what did we do? We won two in a row. And guess who went to Jacksonville last year? I did. Yeah. And so. But I'm, you're not going this year. I'm, well, it's Halloween. I've got to, right. I got to dress up and do trick or treating. Yeah. I'm a terrible father this year because I will beat the World Series for Halloween because this World Series is a week later than it usually is. So I will, <clears> it's game three or game four. I can't actually escape it. So I'm a terrible father because I'm missing Halloween this year. Y'all be cool. My kids don't know what Halloween is because Georgia Florida is that weekend. Ah, oh, well played. Well played. Well played. No, that's not actually true. They're gonna, I thought maybe my mom's taking them trick-or-treat. Yeah. I'm still going to the game. I thought maybe you were. it was like one of those people that really hate Harry Potter because it's about witches. <laughs> like the really religious people. Oh, well. <laughs> like, it's a pagan holiday. So. I, am, I am from South Georgia. So, no, that's a joke. No one, please don't, don't, <laughs> don't write. Yeah. Don't write. Yeah. So, all right. So, the, so list, okay, the, the list, list I did, the list okay. I did okay. was the was the most objectionable fan base. Okay. And, and actually, if, if I from were From 1 to 13. Well, I'm, I'm going to start with most objectionable, least objectionable. No, I so I think you should start with least objectionable. Least objectionable? Oh, that's easy. Missouri. Yeah. Okay, Missouri. Yeah, Missouri. They're just, they're so nice. They have the Midwestern sensibility. And I mean, everybody I saw this weekend, they were like just almost awestruck. I don't know that's the best way to put it. Um, I did a call in last week with Rock M Nation and they were the guy was just like profusely thanking me. I'm like, I'm on my porch with a drink. This is not putting me out at all. Midwesterners, <laughs> man. Midwesterners and Cardinals fans. I'm telling you, Midwest and Royals fans. I actually high-fived a dude at Sanford who was wearing an all-Royals jersey. There was a guy that was wearing all-Royals stuff at the game, and they had just won. They just Did he know who you were? Because I'm pretty sure he went home and watched the sand. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did not have any Cardinals paraphernalia. Okay, good. But, um, um, but actually, I did. Actually, you did. I was, I was about to about, correct you. <laughs> actually, I did. You were wearing a Cardinals pullover. But, yeah, but uh, it was red. Yeah, it was red. So, yeah. Yeah. That's why I was wearing it. We showed the tailgate with the Illinois pullover. I'm like, what is going on yeah. here? I actually, do, I actually, I'll have you know, I bought a Georgia pullover specifically this week, so this problem doesn't come up. Because I don't problem. have any Georgia pullover. No, because I, we I, don't care. I have tons of Georgia, I have tons of Georgia paraphernalia. So I, just I just don't have St. Louis, though. You can't wear orange, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I would not. Yeah, it, but, was, it was a great, it was great. No, it was great. It was, it was, it was perfectly great. Unab- yeah, it was and, great. and most Georgia fans, if they see an Illinois, they're not going to be like, hey, you take off that orange. They're going to be like, yeah. oh, oh, Illinois, Illinois. What, what's Why? that? Why? Okay, they but play I, basketball. I, I was wearing it literally because it was colder. Right. Yes. And, and I did not have a Georgia jewelry. But that we've corrected that now. Yeah. So, Missouri, you think Missouri is the least objectionable? Least objectionable. Okay. Right. Um, can they get there? Even though, because now, I mean, they're going to be playing every year. It seems like maybe something could build. I mean, every, as a team, you're going to play every single year. From now on, um, you know, I probably and it has already cost Georgia an uh, SEC East championship. Yeah, I, I don't know. Over over time, maybe I don't know. They're just <laughs> look if you if you go to Columbia for a game, it is utterly just it's a ghost. Downtown Columbia was a ghost town before yeah. the game, both times, both times. Um, I mean, this was their first SEC game two uh, two yeah. years ago, yeah, two, yeah. three years ago. I remember, and 
Yeah, they, everyone was so ham- they were amped for that game. Remember, they were yeah. totally fired. I mean, up we for went. There was a group of us: uh, Bernie Dog and and you know Dog Fan in 1980, and a bunch of us mm-hmm. tailgated like a half a mile from the stadium. Mm-hmm. And there was a fraternity tailgating next to us, and they were like, "Oh, you need to use the restroom? Come on in." They took us into their fraternity house to get the bathroom, and we're just like, "Y'all aren't ready. You just aren't <laughs> ready." So you know, but I, I mean, I guess they could. I, I, they didn't but, step their game up. Yeah, my least objectionable fan base is Ole Miss because. Yeah. Yeah, we used to play them every single year. I wish we still did. And yeah, if, maybe yeah. if we go to the nine the nine game schedule, mm-hmm. we'll see them a little bit more. But I've had many a wonderful evenings and tailgates in Oxford. Yeah, it's a beautiful town. Yeah. I gotta go. I've I'm never like, been next year. We go we're next year. Next year. Yeah. Yeah. we're going next year. Yeah, and I'm I'm one, one of my out. very good friends, my friend that was at the birthday. Oh uh, yeah, right, Harrow, right? Uh, Harrow. We'll, yeah, Harrow he right. is a Ole Miss dude. Yeah. To the end, I've already worked and that out with a wife. So yeah, so that is that is a place I very much want to go. An interesting thing. I remember where I was. You. This is just one of those things. I was, I had just passed the "Welcome to Oxford" sign driving in to Oxford. It was late at night. Somebody hand you a drink. You know they <laughs> they well they have a they have a weird policy there. And I was talking to Will about this, and now I'm going off tangent. But they have a drive-through beer barn yeah. in Oxford, and so uh, a couple of fraternity brothers of mine. We were Sigma Chi's at University of Georgia, and so we were going to the Sigma Chi house in Oxford, and we had we were of age. We were all 21. And we had a case of Bud Light, and we were walking with our beer to the fraternity house. Well, a cop, University of Ole Miss cop, stops us and says, what are y'all doing? We're like, we're going to the fraternity house. You want to see our IDs? He didn't even want to see our IDs. He said, I'm going to need to have y'all pour all of those beers out. Some strange blue law that they have in Oxford where you have to have even bought beer in like a paper bag or a cooler. Or something. So which you know, is, and Will which was is so funny. It was interesting. It is funny because when I told that story to Will at your birthday party, mm. he was incensed. Yeah. He was like, "They do this to visitors every time." He was like, "This is crazy how they do that." But that's just one of those strange laws. But they they wouldn't do that to a Mississippi fan. Well, they would know how they would yeah, know the, the way to get around it. Right, 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 yeah, right, right. but so. what's so funny about it is next door is, is Louisiana, where you literally. <laughs> Can drive up and get a daiquiri and a piece of duct tape or a piece of uh, masking tape over the the straw hole is closed container. Yeah, that was air quotes by the way. I used air quotes right there by the way. You did. <laughs> yeah. So what I was going to say was driving into Ole Miss late at night. I heard on the radio that Michael Hutchins of NXS died. I remember exactly where I was in a very dignified way. That's not the I truth. Even, I don't even remember how he died, but it was just one of those things where you remember where you listeners were. Know. Listeners yes, know, or they're Googling right now they to are, find out. How don't, to so, don't, don't ask for pictures. But yeah, I don't have any ob- objections to Ole Miss. And you admit, and you, so Ole you, Miss is my second yeah. for, for a lot of the same reasons. Okay, so you're, that's your second. They're fun folks. You know, they, they don't view us as, even though we did play, they don't view us as like a real rival. That's LSU and Alabama to them. And... Frankly, they're just fun folks. I mean, I, I, there there's more snarky among the national media would say Georgia and Ole Miss are mirror images of each other as as it relates to the overdressed and overserved kind of uh, soundbite from from game day back in the day. But you know, the reality is is that they appreciate a good party. They, for whatever reason, treat Georgia fans with respect, and maybe maybe there is some validity to the whole they they see themselves in us. Um, for whatever reason, though, I, I think Ole Miss is my second least objectionable. Okay, right? so so is that second least or number twelve? No, we'll call it, we'll call it thirteen down to twelve. So how do you want to call who it? Who is your so do you do you have Missouri, the Mississippi, you have Mississippi, and then who's next on your list? My number twelve is Mississippi State. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you, yeah, I have a, I have a lot of love for the Magnolia State. That is what they are, right? 
Sure, we'll go with that. Yeah, yeah. I think they're the Magnolia State. We'll, but go, we'll go get that and post edit. I've, I've never been to Starkville. I've got a neighbor. <laughs> That'll change your mind. I've, yeah, I've got a neighbor who spent a couple of years there. And I have no real history, even when, as long as I've been a Georgia fan. The only thing I remember is when we beat them 47 to 0 in 1997. <laughs> yep. 40, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking well, at my yeah. calendar on the wall because I have the 1997 Georgia Florida score hanging up on my wall. But no, Tony, I mean, really, the only bad memory I have is Washon Ely getting knocked out at the goal line and fumbling in Starkville the last time they went over there during our 2010 season. Yeah, that was uh, that 24 17. It was an awful game. game, right? Like ESPN 2 at 7 30 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Mississippi State's my third least objectionable team for a lot of the same reasons. We don't play them much. They seem genuinely excited about their resurgence under Dan Mullen. Get you don't get a lot of the bluster you get from some other programs. We'll mention much further down the list <laughs> over there. It's uh, absolutely amazing, by the way, that Mississippi State was number one in November last year. Like it just like to even look at it just less than a year later. Yeah, it seems insane. Like the way like it almost feels like when you look back in like college basketball in the forties. And like Princeton was regularly making Final Fours, it actually feels that kind of weird that Mississippi State was number one in the month of November just last year. It's it feels like it feels like that's just never going to happen again. Yeah, I don't know how this, <laughs> there is no rebuttal to that. Yeah. So, but yeah, Mississippi State's my third least objectionable team for those all the reasons you just said. My third least objectionable team is Arkansas. Arkansas, Arkansas. I have no beef with them. Huh. It I seems love like he's, he's harsh on Missouri. I love it. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They joined in 92. We haven't played them that much. And again, every memory I have, we, what we lost to him maybe once uh, when Darren McFadden came to town. It set us off for the um, 2002 SEC championship game, the DeCorey Bryant blocked punt, which was, I thought the roof was going to come off that dome and really find myself rooting for them whenever I can, because it seems like they're playing all of the objectionable teams. There's no history, really, with Georgia besides playing them in the SEC championship game. And we beat them last year, even though they had the biggest offensive line in both college and NFL. I was a little worried about that game, but, you know, we took it to them. So, yeah, no, no beef with Arkansas. So, hey, all of you Walmart employees, Northeast Arkansas fans listening to this podcast, I got your back. Can I ask you a question about Arkansas? Yes. That? Does Burt make any difference in this? No. Like, he's a he's hateable hard. kind of dude. I, I mean, I, I'll, I'll, when I get to Arkansas, I'll discuss okay. My, okay. how Burt figures into this. Burt, okay. Burt really I have, I have no problem with Burt. He's just being Burt. Yeah, he's being Burt, but, but. Yes. Don, don, don. Yes. Yeah. Okay, sorry, go ahead. So my fourth least objectionable team is Kentucky. You know, we, we play the Wildcats every year. They have given me heartburn over, you know, not often, but an often enough for me to say that it, that game scares me on a yearly basis, but their fans are awesome. I mean, I try to make that trip every year to Lexington. How far away is Lexington from here? It's a, it's a solid six and a half hour drive. It's, about, it's like, yeah. it's, like my it's easy here. though. You just get on 75 and go. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's right it's, up the interstate. It's, other than having to go through Knoxville, it is easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, mean, I don't, I don't, well, I do mean that as a joke, but yeah, it's easy. It's fun. The people are, the the fans are friendly. Every time you go up there, it's just an easy stadium to get around. You want to start throwing in basketball fans and maybe, this, may, and maybe we'll do this for yeah. basketball season. This is actually, I would like to do this for basketball season, but this actually was going to, I was thinking this question when we were talking about Arkansas. So yeah, now it's yeah, yeah, more yeah. relevant when yeah. we're talking about Kentucky. The idea of, 
Because I, you know, I've seen, I've now, uh, this year will be the second, this is my third year of, of going to Georgia sure. games. So, you know, I've seen Kentucky come once, they're very polite, but then you see them come in basketball. When I live It's in a Brooklyn, whole different crowd. Though. It really is crazy. Like, it's very strange to think that, I recognize that Georgia football fans are different than Georgia basketball fans, but there's a Venn diagram, there's at least some yes, crossover. Yes. But when it comes to Kentucky, it feels like entirely different populations of the planet. Well, yeah, and like I said, we can talk about this when we do that, but it has everything to do with the Duke, Yankees, Patriots, yeah. Axis, yeah, uh, Alabama Sox, football, Alabama football. Thank Axis, you for not saying Cardinals. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Ah! Well, <laughs> Cardinals. I mean, I don't know. Come on, don't I don't know. That. No, I, I, it's it's hard. I mean, I've lived up there. I've lived kind of in the, I've lived kind of in the meeting point between. Cardinals and Cubs fans, and, and frankly, Reds fans. And we have and, a bunch of podcast listeners who are Braves fans, and they're yeah. like me. And the, they still question how that was called an infield fly. Yeah, but why is that the Cardinals' fault? Like, what did the Cardinals do exactly to make you like get mad at the umpire? Though it was, in fact, the correct call. But let's not actually. Get oh no! Um, Can you cut off his microphone? <laughs> I'll cut his mic. I mean, it was the. Correct but now, having said call, that, having said that, um, it was not the correct call. It was and- the correct call. <laughs> But. So, but the, you know, Kentucky fans, football fans are, they're just, they're fun people. They're pleasant. They enjoy a good bourbon. And I have a hard time arguing with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All good. All right. So. Is that your fourth? That's my fourth. My fourth is also Kentucky. All right. He's all over Missouri. He's all I can't over wait. Missouri. I love <laughs> Please make Missouri last. I think he's, <laughs> playing, I, I think he's, he's, he's connecting with Cardinals fans. No. It's not Gary Pinkle's fault that there was a bad infield fly rule call. And it was actually a good infield fly rule call. We're going to edit that so bad info fly rule, right? There we go. I can put that in there. No, um, I was at the Kentucky-Georgia game in Lexington when Corey Phillips threw for like 7,000 yards and filled in for Quincy Carter, and we thought we were dead in the water. It was a close yeah, game. Yeah, it was a close game. Thoroughly enjoyed my time. We went up in an RV, my wife and I, before we were married. Maybe we were married. Gosh, I, I guess we've been married for 14 years. Each I guess. Other? No. Yeah. So, but yeah, we tailgate. It was great. It was fantastic. And they also had a quarterback who weighed 275 pounds and wore the number 22. And that goes a long way. That goes a long way in my book. I have a little Jared. Jared Yeah. Yeah. Teed that up for you. Yeah. We follow. We're we're Twitter buds. Who does he play for now? Uh, The something dragons, river dragons. He's still playing football. Little piece of trivia. Jared Lorenzen has a Super Bowl ring. From the Giants? From the Giants. He was Eli Manning's backup. Easily, pound for pound, the largest quarterback tandem in the history of Super Bowl champions. But he used to drive us crazy playing Georgia. I mean, he would just sling it and sling it, and there'd be three guys around his ankles, and he'd be going down and then complete a pass. It would take a day and a half to fall. Yeah. yeah. Somebody was yelling timber in the Red upper deck. Yeah, so well, well, he was also the quarterback from one of my all-time favorite SEC moments. And that is the LSU Bluegrass Miracle. I'm sorry. That's just a great, great, that's just a great game. So speaking of LSU, yes. now I'm getting, now I'm getting into the list. It where gets harder. I, yeah, this is I've really got, I've got problems with you people. Yeah. This is where I get into the, here's the airing of grievances. Here's, here's the airing of grievances. All right. So what number is this? We're losing uh, track. We're on, we're on nine now. Yes. Okay. I'm going to go with the LSU Tigers. And let me tell you why. LSU is the I made a crazy girlfriend joke last week, so I'll stay away from that this week. <laughs> so LSU is the they're the golfing buddy that they're awesome to be around when they've had the first three drinks. They're terrible to be around after drink ten, right? So they're a lot of fun. You're gonna have a great time. You, but you never know. You never know when a grandmother's gonna threaten to kick your ass. Yeah. You just don't. Yeah, yeah. And 
You know, I've had some of my best times, my best times with LSU fans, and I have never been as viscerally afraid leaving a football stadium as I was in 2000. Was it eight we played there? Yeah. Uh, leaving there after that was the, um, uh, oh gosh, who was it that had the, the interception? Uh, it was a linebacker, I think. Yeah, it was a linebacker. I wish I'm, I'm a little mad at myself. I'm leaving there in the dark, having to walk past all these people who, who literally, you know, it was funny. They threatened to kill you, and they said, "Come have, come have some gumbo." No, just joking. We love you. Come here and have some gumbo. And and they're the same way when they travel. I mean, they have no concept of road game. They really don't. So I can relate to this again. I was in Syracuse. Right, you were up week, there for the, the LSU week yeah. after. The game, and there was still stuff all over the campus. Yeah. Like, they wrecked that. Yeah. People at Syracuse just had no idea. (laughs) They just did not understand. There's nothing in, like, Florida State at most is as close as they're going to get to anybody understanding a road game there. and Maybe maybe Clemson. And maybe if if Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame's played there. Yeah, Notre Dame. Maybe they see something like that. But, like, they still – Notre Dame is – uh, they may bring a lot of fans, but they bring a different type of fan. <laughs> yeah, fair assessment. yeah. And uh, certainly they, I mean, they wrecked the place. They absolutely wrecked. I, I, I went for a run. I ran around the Carrier Dome a couple of times. And there were, I saw so much, many like LSU discarded stuff three days later that yeah, still had yeah. not gotten to. And, and yeah, look, they're going to get in your face. They're going to yell tiger bait. They're going, they're going to, um, but that's about it. That's, that's kind of their stick. And you know, they. I've never actually heard of threats of violence, uh, other anything beyond threats of violence. I'm a reformed lawyer, so threats of violence don't scare me. I'm surprised that's your number nine. I figured it'd be a little bit higher or lower. I still can't get the f- yeah, whichever figure way out, we're doing it. Whichever way we're doing. It. All right, so my number nine is Vanderbilt. The right. objectionable. I mean, they're not quite at the bottom, but they're definitely not going to be at the top. And the reason why they're higher than Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Arkansas, Kentucky is because. Mm-hmm recently, I mean, we had that, I mentioned a couple weeks ago, we had a streak of like 15, 16, 17 victories in a row. And then we had the hiccup a handful of years ago, maybe six. Was it 06? They beat us here. Yes. It was uh, because the last time they'd beat us here was 94. Cause that was my freshman year of college. And I'm like, Hey, this is awesome. I'm going to Georgia and I'm going to the Vanderbilt game. It's homecoming. And Oh, we just lost to Vanderbilt. Hey, I drove 11 hours for that game. So. <laughs> right. And so then with the uh, crazy James Franklin and Todd Grantham dust up, and we almost lost that game on special teams, and then to come back two years later and actually lose the game because of special teams, it was like a redux version. So that's why I have Vanderbilt at number nine, just because of the recent history. And they they don't scare you this year. Their uniforms are a little scary with their cool water or Anchor deep water. Down. Yeah. That they need to they need to just move on to something a little more simpler, but yeah, they're they're number nine for me. Yeah, so moving on to number eight for me is Vandy, and this has a lot more to do with Dan walking as Kip Bayless than anything else. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's quite reasonable. Yeah, well, more and, Bayless, more Bayless, like more Bayless. Well, Walken has Walken has a legit man uh, man <laughs> for. Um, I, I'm sorry, you can't edit that. Yeah, what's, what, I'm sorry, what is a woman <laughs> exactly? Uh, well, you're like, well. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Um, Wait, is this something my dad was supposed to tell yeah, me? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, he does. He, he he really has a bee in his bonnet about Georgia, and I don't know what it is. He hates Mark Richt. He hates Georgia football. I really think, if you think about it this way, Georgia's the one team that, among the power teams that Vanderbilt has beaten with any regularity, and it hasn't been that regular, but you count 06, you count, oh, was it uh, 10, uh, 11, uh, 12, 14, 
you know, that's the team that Vanderbilt has beaten. Uh, so for whatever reason, it seems like, uh, you know, it's funny that they all come from old money, but they act like new money in the SEC. And, and they also, also this little personal thing in 2000, uh, whatever year it was, two years ago when we were there. 2013 was 13, two years ago. Yes, 2013. I literally had a 50, 50 something year old uh, man get in my son's face and I had to step between them. I have to say, I can't believe you brought up two media members from Vanderbilt and did not bring up Clay Travis. Play who? Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's probably giving him too much credit. He's cont- he's a his Tennessee fan. I can't help that he I you know what he hit the ball out of the park on the SAT. Bravo to him. So <laughs> Clay Travis is. Don't get me started. <laughs> no, I, I intentionally didn't bring him up. Thanks for thanks. Now I'm in a bad mood. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I know. I'm sorry. Hey, listen, this dude had dead spin on his resume. You think I'm happy about that? Oof. But now, oh, now, now, no, now, now, uh, Deadspin, according to him, is burning. So, grab the stick. No, it's good. If you want to race bait and totally like be that guy, Clay Travis is proof that you can totally do that. Well, no, I think Clay Travis is just a long con by Sports by Brooks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is, a, he escapes us. So we have time to, to put, pull it together. Yeah. His Clay Travis persona. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. That's really funny. That's actually, that, it would be worth it for Sports by Brooks to be gone if that were actually. I, I, actually, I wish. I wish I could say that 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 I didn't read that on Twitter, but I'm ninety five percent certain I did. So I in, on, in, it's a good idea. Yeah, it is a good idea. You don't want to get your Twitter account actually, suspended. Well, no, that's true. Because I'll have no outlet. <laughs> did, did, did I hear um, Deadspin got their Twitter account suspended for a while? For about an hour because of the NFL. Just yeah, so dumb. It was literally one of the dumbest things the NFL's ever done. Yeah, like been universally yeah. panned it's by horrible. everyone involved. In Although the SEC was part of it with maybe SB Nation. Yeah, um, which is again. See, I didn't dumb. know. I didn't know the SEC was a part of that. Yeah, there's some. It was SB Nation and Deadspin that both. Yeah, yeah. got that. But yeah, Clay Travis. But yeah, Sports Bob Brooks <laughs> was a guy. Georgia fan. Did you know that? I did, did not. Know? Yeah, I, don't I met know. him, but I did not know. He was is yeah. he the guy that broke the AJ Green um, signed Citrus Bowl jersey? I want to say know. he was. I thought that was TMZ, but it doesn't. Yeah. At this point, it's. I did not know the Sports okay. by Brooks. Yeah, uh, I don't know what his connection to UGA was. But I mean, he, he was, was actually. I found him a very yeah, friendly. Yeah, the opposite of Clay, Clay Travis. Yeah. Oh, I mean. By yes. the way, do you know Clay Travis is married to a former uh, Times cheerleader? Yeah. Did you hear he's a lawyer? Yeah, me too. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. So we were on number eight. Eight. I'm so, I actually am sorry that I brought up Clay Travis. He's he's on my mind because of all the Whitlock stuff with Deadspin now. So oh, I'm, God. Sorry, I'm sorry about Now that. you brought Whitlock up. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Sorry. So that, that's the reason they hate Missouri, I guess. So I've been efforting my number eight for about 15 minutes. Yeah. Sorry. Who, yeah. who else in the media is making us angry? <laughs> um, how do I get into this? I guess uh, I'll just go ahead and say it. Number eight is Texas A&M. Texas A&M. I, I am curious. I, the, Texas A&M is actually higher on both of your lists than I would have thought. I would think they would be too new and too kind of outside of this. And frankly, too Texas I can explain. to actually be this high. I can explain. They shouldn't be here in the first place. Oh, so that's the problem. Right. But why is Missouri? Why Missouri shouldn't be here? I haven't gotten to Missouri yeah, yet. That's, true. That's, fair. That's, fair. That's a good point. That's a good point. No, um, fourteen teams. I mean, it's 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 like it's the reason we don't play our friends at Ole Miss anymore. It's because of Texas A and M. That's not Texas. And Missouri. No, it's not because of Texas A and M. It's because the SEC wanting a bunch of money. Well, Texas A and M. It's like they were the ones that are going to get my wrath or disappointment. That's like blaming the umpires for the infield fly rule call. But that's it's a, the Cardinals' fault. 
<laughs> okay, well, since you put it that way. But no, I, I don't... No, you actually just like blew him away with his own logic. That's exactly right. Like, now, you should be angry. It's that's, like, that's exactly right. Well, you, now, should be, you should be angry with him. Well, now I feel like I have a digital watch that only reads military time. I'm totally confused. <laughs> no, you, you're right. You actually are consistent in your logic on this. You okay. actually are consistent in your logic. Good. So... It's wrong logic, but it's your consistent logic. <laughs> totally cool with that. But what did we do? The only history we have recently of A&M is we played them in, a, in the Independence Bowl, the Poolin Weed Eater Bowl, what, seven, eight years ago? Bowl. Independence Bowl. Yeah. So, And we don't play them till like, my kids are out of college, I think. They don't come here. Or we don't go there. So, yeah, 25, I think. So I have no reason to rank them any higher. Uh, I think they're in, the, in just the right spot, kind of smack dab in the middle. Can I say I'm surprised that they're so high on your list? Because I'm assuming you have you don't have the 14 problem that he does. No, I don't. I don't care where they are. It's just they they were a team that I didn't quite know what to do with because mm-hmm. we haven't played them. They're kind of this weird. Like, so to see them above LSU is surprising to me. Like LSU would seem to bring up some actual animosity, but they're, they're, yeah, but they're, the, I think part of the part of my problem with with Texas A and M is that. <clears throat> They, they is this seem, your number seven? This is my number seven. That okay. is correct. Uh, I, I think AM brings to the table a level of crazy that is like it's almost like a caricature of the SEC. If if like if you were to ask a random Big Ten fan, tell us about the SEC. This is what Texas AM. That's what they would think actually Texas AM, even though Texas AM's only been in the, in the conference for three seasons, right? The worship of a dog. Wait a minute, we're talking about us now, aren't we? Yeah. Um, so, you know, but you know, the, the collie, the 12 man, true, the but, finger, but, po- well, but I'm just saying, right, right. uh, you know, they, uh, they take themselves extraordinarily seriously for a lot of good reasons. If you were to go and look at, at kind of their history, why they take themselves that seriously. Another part for me is they get an awful lot of love for a team that finishes eight and four routinely. <laughs> when Texas A&M and Missouri joined the SEC as an outsider, someone who's not involved in the SEC, to me... Texas A&M, even though they were Texas, and even though there was no the geographical thing didn't quite work, made sense. Texas yeah, A&M is yeah. a reasonable program. Absolutely. To me, Missouri mm-hmm. was a surprise. Missouri felt to me they were not at the level that you would expect from the SEC. And frankly, <laughs> we thought I, so too. I know. I frankly <laughs> expected the SEC to completely wipe out. Missouri. I thought they would be dominated for years. I'm and that, shocked. And that I actually been there thought twice. Missouri was get the the benefit of Missouri is that they would help out basketball. Sure, and which is the exact opposite of what. Sure, that <laughs> yeah, that's actually true. So, um, yeah, I think the other part of that is that you know, SEC had a wish list, and A and M was on that wish list. Missouri wasn't, but the the reason Missouri came in is that Texas A and M's former chancellor at the time was then employed as president of the University of Missouri. Right, right. That made it a really easy call because. That's if you want to talk about a footprint, at least they were attached. Right, right, you know, right, right. we weren't going to take Louisville um, because of Kentucky's issue. We weren't going to take Clemson because of South Carolina's issue. We're not ever going to take Georgia Tech back because they left the, the cowards. Um, we're not going to take Florida State or Miami because Florida has an issue with that. So when you start looking, okay, who's next? You, you know, you, you have to start talking about one of the ACC teams, which you can't just take one of those from North Carolina. You really just about have to take all four. Or you start talking about a team like Maryland, which is so far out of the footprint. Or you have to take both Virginia teams. Well, which, and what was funny to us is Missouri had been clearly trying to get the Big Ten for about 20 years. Yeah. Like they yeah. desperately wanted to get yeah. the Big Ten. And, and they, I mean, they made geographic sense. Sure. They, had, they have a rivalry with Illinois. Sure. Like it made a lot of sense. But the Big Ten just had no interest in them. So to see them go to the SEC, I have to say, and it's play always in 
Indiana has always been surprising. It's yeah. always been surprising yeah. to see. I mean, you know, I mean, I love the Big Ten, but like, there's a, obviously the SEC Superior Football Conference of the Big Ten. So it's surprising to, for me to see the SEC not only accept Missouri, but then Missouri come in the SEC and actually do really well. Right. So who's your number seven? My number seven is what I thought Missouri would be when they came into the SEC. That's South Carolina. They struggled, and they've only been to the SEC championship game once. Right. And so the reason why I put South Carolina seven, it's just kind of middle of the pack. You know, they've ruined our season many a years. They've now won four out of six since we won this year. But it's it's almost the little brother syndrome, and they probably wouldn't see it that way, but it's the guy that just kind of gets in the way, you know, and says like, hey, can I play too? And, you know, you don't really want him to, but then you let him in, and then he starts beating you. And you're like, whoa, wait a minute. Why don't you, why don't you take your football and go into the other yard with the little kids play? You know, I don't really have a problem with their fans. I haven't been but to one game in Columbia. I know you can speak differently about that. But I, I'm just saying is the South Carolina as a whole, you can't win. I mean, you, you, if you beat them, you're supposed to beat them. If you lose to them, it's like, how the heck are we losing, losing to South Carolina? Yeah, so my number six is Alabama. You know, the interesting thing about Alabama is that we don't play them enough for it to become a true rivalry. I think if you were to talk to most Alabama fans after 2012, they would agree that, and they've seen a lot of really good football and important football games, they would agree that the 2012 SEC championship game is probably one of the best hard-fought football games they've ever seen. And the thing about Alabama fans, for all the bluster, is they respect a well-played football game. I mean, they are not... But they've seen a lot of them. They haven't seen a lot of them, right? The, even the Walmart Alabama fans will not walk away from a 32-28 game right, and right. go like, eh, yeah, whipped your <laughs> or whatever right, it right. is, right? Which you will absolutely see that with a lot of these other programs, especially as we progress further up my list. It's easy to hate on the time for all the things they've accomplished, but uh, of all the teams that have accomplished great things, especially over the past 10 years, they're the ones that – they're the most legit in that they have had the success over a number of years, and it's easy to say that they are um, they they handle that success well, despite all the the Bama memes and the right, you know right, right. the you know, however you want to look at it. They could be bit much bigger jackasses than they actually. Oh yeah, and deservedly so. Yeah, right, right. They have a, they have a right to be jackasses. They do, but they they are they they meet the level of jackassness that they deserve and do not exceed it. That's correct. I want to ask a question about South Carolina. I don't know where they are on your list. Higher, higher than that. Okay, then I'll wait till we, I'll wait till we get there. I'll so you're on number six. Yes, I just did number six. Who was it? I oh, had to, I had to leave the room because I had to turn the air on. We're roasting up here. It is pretty hot up here. Yeah. Alabama, Alabama. My number six is also Alabama, and I wasn't here to hear what you said because I was running around the house. But I agree with everything you said because I'm sure you spoke from the you heart. Spoke eloquently. Yeah, and so I'm not even going to add to it, but. <laughs> I've got friends and family that are from Alabama. I definitely like them more than Auburn. Obviously, I haven't mentioned Auburn yet. It's just because we don't play them that often. It just hurts so bad when we do play them. And it seems like the victories we have, which we've had a couple of victories, it just wasn't sustained. It's it's not like we started some kind of streak against them. And you know the one and done was great, but where did that get us? Well, like, got us losing this year and then playing them again exactly. in 2022 or whatever it is. There's an efficiency to Alabama that is easier to fear than hate. I think we're jealous. I mean, I'm kind of jealous yeah, of where they jealous. are. Yeah. You know, I respect yeah. them. You know, number well, five. People do that right. for the Cardinals. Number five. Number five. I have Arkansas. You know, we talked about Burt, right? Ineptitude is their thing. It just is. They're bad at tailgating. They're bad at getting ready. They're bad at put downs. 
they're bad at fake penalties. <laughs> I went there in 08. Uh, we went to Dozy Place, which is in downtown Fayetteville, which is literally up next to their campus. So if you were to think about University of Georgia campus, instead of downtown being at, at North Campus, it would be basically where, um, I guess it would be basically on, on top of Baxter Hill. We're in Dozy Place, which is this fantastic steak place that has these wonderful, you know, these great cocktails, this really fun vibe. And we're the only one. Matter of fact, we, we asked them to open at noon for, and I want to say we were playing like the like 6.30 ESPN game. So we were going to be there till 5 o'clock and walk down to the stadium. The place never got busy. I mean, it, there were people in and out, right. but it never got packed like you would expect to – it was just, it was just crazy. We walked across campus. We really didn't see anybody tailgating. We really it was really until we got to um, Reynolds Stadium before we saw anybody. Yeah. And the most vicious put down I got was go home. <laughs> Seriously, why don't you just go home? Yeah, y'all, y'all I mean, come on. Yeah, Seriously, y'all played Texas and A and M and in Oklahoma yeah. State and Oklahoma. The best you got is go home. Yeah, but also trust me, I've looked around at all of you people. Once this game's over, am, I'm going to do the exact thing. Now I'm catching the first thing smoking. <laughs> so um, that's why I have Arkansas at number five. All right, my number five is Missouri. All right, we're finally to Missouri. Whew, got the schneid off. Right, and you know they're they're a bunch close to Texas A and M. I had Texas A and M at what eight. Yeah. So maybe not that close. Do you feel like Missouri belongs in the SEC? No, yeah. no, not at all. And you <laughs> regardless know, of the fourteen thing, like I know you have a problem with fourteen. No, yeah. But even outside of that, you'd rather not see Missouri in the SEC. Right. I traveled over spring break to. You saw St. Louis. We, we, yeah, we drove from Athens to Nashville to St. Louis and Chicago. And when I was in St. Louis, I realized I was in the car for a long time. I was a long way from home, and those people didn't talk like me. They didn't. I mean, I don't have the thickest of Southern accents, but you know, it sounds Southern in my head. You know, because I'm born and raised in Georgia. But I mean, just seeing the St. Louis Arch, I mean, that was pretty cool. Yeah. And I realized, like, I'm in the, I'm in the Midwest. I mean, this is Big Ten country, and you're and realize too. Also, you're still two hours east. <laughs> like, you're still two yeah. hours east of Columbus. So it just it, it, strictly because of the footprint. And who am I? I'm just a guy who runs a podcast that people listen to in Athens, Georgia. I have no say. I don't claim to, you know, beat any kind of drum, but it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, it makes sense financially. You know, you get the St. Louis market and hey, they've done well. And it's funny, when we walked into the game last week, we walked in through the hedges because my boys, we always go in through gate six and they were like, Let's get there early. We want to walk in through the hedges and I got, didn't know that was possible from our seats. Can we do that? You can just walk, you can get down there and you walk need through? to follow me in one day. I got okay. all kinds of shortcuts okay. for you. So yeah, we walked in, you know, on the ground by the Uga uh, entombments, and um, is that how you say that? Sure. sure. Okay. And uh, because we've had a history of getting on the video board when I hold the cute little kids up above the hedges, you know, before the game. But anyway, my uh, seven-year-old, who you've heard a couple times on this podcast, Walker, he is uh, very he, well. Let's just say he notices things, you know, just little nuances, and he's like, "That's not Missouri." I'm like, yeah, it is. He's like, "No, they have an M on their helmet." I was like, oh, yeah, sorry, they're wearing their bad uniforms this weekend. <laughs> you know, the one with the outline of a tiger that doesn't really look like a tiger, you know, stick to the M. When he pointed that out, I'm like, you know what, you got a point here. So I'm kind of belaboring the Missouri point. I don't hate them. They, they probably should have been a little lower, but it's just the, the sheer fact of the matter. You know, it's like the infill fly. Well, you know, one thing I can, <laughs> one thing I can say about from the Midwest side of that right. is certainly as a Big Ten guy, 
I will say on we feel very similarly to Rutgers. Rutgers, oh, to me, sure. it's absolutely insane. Even though it's New York. The Big Ten. Yeah, it's total. I lived in New York for 13 years. Right? <laughs> Nobody gives a crap about Rutgers <laughs> at, at all. No. And they care about Syracuse more than they care about Rutgers. But that has actually not – that's the enmity that I have toward – because of the situation is not toward Rutgers. It's toward Jim, Jim, Jim Delaney. Like yeah. it's toward like it's the idea that he would have right. Maryland is also weird, but I can squint a little bit and see Maryland. I can't squint and see Rutgers. You and, have to squint to look at their uniforms. Yeah, that's true. But uh, <laughs> that is a hot take. <laughs> but to me, like Rutgers is like Rutgers is a bad Big Ten team. It's like it's like if the SEC said, you know what we need? We need another Vanderbilt. Can we bring in another Vanderbilt? That's kind of what. Except the students are stupider. <laughs> and and that's what they've done with Rutgers. So, but that said, that's not I, if I were to do a ranking of Big Ten teams. And so, Hawaii, so you're saying USF, right? Yeah, yes. Like Rutgers would not be near the top of my list for the same reason. For the reason, like they're irrelevant. Like that doesn't make me hate Rutgers. It makes me hate that they're in the Big Ten. That doesn't make me blame Rutgers for it. Sure, right. I can buy that. I can too. All right. So now we're progressing into the part of the list for me. Of pure the hate. playoff. The pure four. Hate. The four team yes, playoff. The top four. And I really churned over, churned over these two. Uh, these two were hard for me. Uh, number four for me was Auburn. I've gotten wet at Auburn. I was there for the Trey Matthews tipped pass. Mm-hmm. Clearly, th- those are both fire and ice moments, right? But the reason I picked Auburn instead of the next team is that Auburn has they're actually welcoming people. Uh, you go over there. It's not a yeah. There you get some trash talk, which is fine. It's a pretty campus. It's easy to navigate. They are, despite the, all the Cam Newton all-in nonsense aside, um, they are actually appreciative of when they, they win. They don't see it as a birthright. They view it as something special, um, which is kind of what put them over the my, my third team. Put them over? Yeah, the reason, under. I put them, the reason I put them before okay. my number three team. My number four is LSU. I've never been – well, actually, I've been to Baton Rouge. I've been to Tiger Stadium. It just, it just happened to be in March. Um, there was no football game going on. Actually, no, it was February. It was Mardi Gras. Oh. Was it March or February? That would be February. Okay, whatever. Probably. I was a freshman in college. Yeah, probably. you can. Yeah, yeah. All right. March 2nd is, I think, the latest yeah. Mardi Gras you can have. I saw their stadium. It was fantastic. I spent some time at the campus. I actually audited a class. I, well, maybe I snuck in a class. I was visiting a girlfriend down there. I was dating a girl from LSU. I somehow skipped class at Georgia, and I drove down there in my Honda Accord. And Anyway, that, that story is not even relevant. <laughs> Reset here. Mark Rick has lost control of Scott. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I base this, I don't, I don't hate their fans. I enjoy the fans. I enjoy the gumbo. I've got a really good friend of mine, a fraternity brother named Corey and Matt, who um, really introduced me to the Louisiana culture because one's from Mandeville and one's from Covington down there. But the reason why I put them in fourth is just because they've, they've wrecked our dreams, you know, strictly football related. I remember Justin Vincent running for over 200 yards. I was sitting there in the dome. It was 03. You know, it was the we went back to back. We won it in 02, and then we got boat raced by LSU the next year. And then a couple other times, the, the AJ Green salute, which would never be a flag now that yeah. they flagged, that lost the game for us there. Uh, I don't exactly remember. They returned a, a kick or something because we had to punt. We had to kick further back. We kicked off the back. 20, and they returned the uh, ball to like the 45. That was like almost like a Michigan loss, like how they experienced this past weekend. Nothing. But, 
was like that. I know, I know. Oh, the kick, <laughs> the kick six is close. Uh, I, I, it's funny. There's an argument about this. We'll make this very quick. Yeah. But there's an argument about this this weekend about the, whether the kick six is worse. Oh, yeah, I heard it. And I don't think it's worse. It's I don't think it's worse. It's I think the kick six is it's reasonable. You can see, yeah. like, mm-hmm. it's crazy that it happened. But you understand how it happened. Like, sure. a guy made a play. Sure. And no one was prepared for it. You're right. exactly right. No one in the world could have possibly been yeah. prepared. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. It's the saddest thing I've ever seen. In a it, it is. And I don't like Michigan at all. No. And it is the saddest thing I've ever seen in the game. I don't know how they're even. I didn't, because we were at the game. I didn't even see it. And no, we, you, we, yeah. we were reading it on our phone going yeah. like, you did better, you see yeah. how this. And you have, you have better coverage than I saw. So you finally got to watch your your phone. But it was My like, iPhone success is, with the push touch. Yeah, so did you hold it down really hard in a play? <laughs> I did. Okay. I was actually, I saw a commercial of that. I was like, Alexa, there's this. Dumb, dumb thing that, that he thinks. You know, you press the phone, and then then it, something else pops up, and then you press that, and then you can do stuff on your. Phone. You know what it's like? It's like um, and we're coming up to the glow stick season with Halloween, but it's like when you break the glow stick, yeah. you know, and you it's kind of that cool feeling yeah. how it crackles. Yeah, so it doesn't. The iPhone doesn't crackle, but you kind of feel it vibrate on your finger. You know, I my phone will do that too. Never mind. Right. Um, right. My point is, the Michigan game was. Is, I, we'll never see anything like. Can you imagine if that happened in the Georgia Alabama game? Oh my god! Like imagine if that happened in the Georgia. Well, we know who it happened to. It happened to Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so all right, let's move on. Yeah. So, so number, my fourth. So number three. My number three is Tennessee. They're classless. They wear too much orange. The way they acted after Nick Chubb's injury was abysmally terrible. There's just lots and lots and lots of stuff. And there's a couple. Bubba and Lulu, um, they are a um, a wholly unwelcoming fan base who spends a lot of time. They they spend a lot of time trying to validate their existence by making other programs' existence seem less. Hey, Tennessee fans, bros, come at me. I know Alabama's your big rival. I get that, and frankly, I don't care. Well, that's uh, why Tennessee's number one, not number one on your list. But I think that's probably right. Kind of the thing that pushed them over the edge for me, certainly vis-a-vis Auburn, is that they're not fun people to be around. <laughs> they're just not. They're on a one-off basis. They are. You know, I have a cousin that's a Tennessee fan. Um, well, there's exceptions to every rule. Well, but, I yeah, know some nice but Cubs even, fans. But too. even even he, like, he never talks about Georgia Tennessee unless Tennessee wins. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, I've gotten calls from him this in the past three weeks. I haven't heard from him in three years. So. But, Sounds like, and that's that's exactly. T- and, and I think, <laughs> other than the championships in the last yeah. century, I guess um, that's a good analogy with the Cubs yeah. fans. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Cubs fans are able to walk up right a little bit more. Like I will say, I talk, my you know my wife is from Columbus. She's a diehard <clears throat> Georgia fan. And yeah. She loses her mind. Tennessee would absolutely be number one in her list. Seriously, she okay. like yeah. t- like she yeah. she actually hates the color. Because of yeah, Tennessee, well, like, I, hate, I hate orange. It is, it's an ugly. It's, it's an ugly. Their orange is actually even uglier than. Yeah, Auburn's it's not color, even an right? orange orange. Yeah, like Auburn's colors. Not to be scouted about this, but Auburn's colors are closer to Illinois' colors. Yeah, Tennessee yeah. is this kind of ugly, nasty, blech, just like washed over, yeah. nasty color. It's and like Florida overwashed their jersey. Also, can we talk about the song? No, like, good I, Lord. I have a true story about that song. So apparently in southwestern Indiana, where my wife is from, they play Rocky Top at weddings. So that's surprising. It's terribly, terribly, terribly <laughs> unfortunate. But there's a lot of stuff about southwest Indiana <laughs> that is. Uh, no, I'm just kidding, Jenny. It's not true. So um, <laughs> we're at the wedding. Like six songs in, this guy starts playing Rocky Top. So I walk up to the DJ. I'm like, stop playing the song. <laughs> and he's like, well, we play it here. I said, stop playing the song. <laughs> 
And he's like, no, I'm not going to stop. I said, I will unplug your equipment. Stop playing the song. And I, and I wasn't buffing him. I walked around to the I walked around to the thing and was almost about to grab the power cord. And he's like, all right, I'll stop. He stops playing it. And it's like people are like, run, run, run. It's like, well, the groom has requested we stop playing it because you know, apparently that's the the fight song of the University of Tennessee, which at that point all my Georgia fans got out there and started calling the dogs. It was it was an awesome. Wait, moment. he didn't know that it was no, the Tennessee that's song. The Southwest Indiana. <laughs> They don't care he just about sees like this song is just awesome. <laughs> like, Regretfully, <laughs> that's amazing. Regretfully, like it's hard to like like I don't understand anyone liking that song, but I can in a, if I hit myself in the head with something heavy or blunt, I can be like, okay, well, a Tennessee person might like this song because they associate it with their team. There's nothing that makes that song awesome. Yeah, Demi Lovato singing that song in a bikini wouldn't make that song awesome. Mm. Yeah, like yeah, but if, if <laughs> you think. <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. Yeah. It is funny to think that, like, you know, I, again, this is all new to me, but nothing makes my wife angrier than bringing up Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee is the one that Because she, your wife is a good, honorable, God-loving person. hates, hates, <laughs> hates it. But she hates it. Because one thing about my wife, too, is that, like, she is she's much more cultured than I am, and she has much more sort of style than I do. And so she... Tennessee actually offends her not only on a fan base level, but as an actual, like stylistic level she is appalled by them so so I'm, we'll get I'm, to we'll get to those programs next. yeah yeah there's more of those coming i had tennessee at number three also yeah i i don't think i can do any better than how you described them i'm trying to think of any kind of personal experiences i've been i've been blessed to go up to knoxville quite a few times i've, I've really have enjoyed myself at calhoun's i enjoy where we tailgate right on the river uh, by the bridge we've what had a couple huh I have a I have a very good I have a very good Tennessee right um, old old smoky story. Oh, okay. Gosh, I, I tend to lose my train of thought a lot of times when you interrupt me Sorry, with man. your We're your, on our fourth with your Walmart so, phone that you yeah, have over there. That's true. Sorry. So but, Walmart phone. That was so mean. So, so, so you'll like this. Okay. Nin- yeah, okay. Well, Tony's gonna speak for me now. Go ahead. <laughs> so nineteen eighty nine we went up there. That was the um the Preston Jones nearly come back in. I was twelve. Thank you. So I was a senior in college. What year? What year? Nineteen eighty nine. Nineteen eighty nine. No, I was thirteen. Sorry. So, <laughs> so we go up there. Well, my fraternity, Alpha Gamma Rho, Old Smokey's the house dog, like the house mascot. So we show up at the house before the game. Like, yeah, we're having a band party afterwards. Come back. By the way, Old Smokey's the house dog, and it's this long story about how it doesn't really matter. Long story. Sure enough. A couple of the fraternity brothers run Old Smoky out on the field. So afterwards, Old Smokey's hanging out the at the at the the real blue the tick hound. Yes. Okay. We have Old Smokey by the collar heading across the parking lot when we were invited to leave. <laughs> You're trying to steal Old Smokey. Not trying to. We were actually in <laughs> Dog the process napping. of. So you had Ace Ventura after you. Well, yeah. So that's a, that. That's something that happened to me one time. <laughs> that's awesome. So. All right, so we've got three. Let's go to two. Number two. Number two. I think it's time for Scott to start. We need you, to you want to start? Okay, no, that's, that's fine. fine. That's fine. No, I think Scott's start because yeah, you've done yeah, three. I, I, you're it's, right. You're it's right. your turn. We're getting down to the nitty gritty now. Yeah. So now we need. So to I've get got two. I've got two. I've got two left, and if you're keeping track at home, is it going to be Auburn or Florida? Because there's the only two I have left. And my number two most objectionable team is Florida. Wow! Wow! That is an upset. I da, will say. Da, 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 da. It's just that's an upset. I'm surprised. It it is just it's been so bad. I've probably been down to Jacksonville 10, 11 different times and I've failed on okay, so say I've been down there 11 times in my life. I I've, I've failed on 10 of them. 
You're one for ten. I'm one for ten. Wow. I mean, See, I went ninety-seven. This would make me think it would be number one. No, no, not. Wow, you really hate opera. Yeah. Oh, we'll get into that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's awesome. I didn't. I didn't. Okay, keep going. I, I remember one year. You know, we had these great parking passes. Uh, you know, of course, it was one of the years we lost. We didn't. We didn't do anything fun for tailgating. I have the one year we won, but we were in the parking lot right next to the stadium and tailgating all day, and a fight breaks out. You know, and I mean, we scrap with these Florida fans. I don't want to get too much into details, but there was a fight. <laughs> Did you throw? I'm, I cannot confirm or deny. <laughs> he um, totally. Threw. On the advice of his counsel. I mean, if, if you, yeah. Yeah, if, if you look at my stature, I mean, I'm not small, but I'm not the biggest guy in, in the world. So I don't need to be starting or throwing or finishing or trying to finish any fights. I've never been to one of these Probably. games, but I understand that fights are like, it's just generally understood that these are Yeah, somebody's happen. getting in a fight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. It had, yeah. to, it had to do something with barbecue. Like it's going to happen. It's so what happens. It's, yeah, it's no. And it's like, I, I don't it's, think anyone even like questions it or even is surprised yeah. by it. And it's likely to be some bro in cutoff shorts with a twelve year old girlfriend. Yes. Yeah, and so that's and, not the Georgia fan, by the way. Right. So did so, you yeah. win? I mean, if theoretically, did you win? If did the people that may or may not have been you win? If you could see my expression right now, you'd probably can tell who won the fight. <laughs> oh. Anyway, so yeah, Florida's my number two. Go ahead. Well, my number two is uh, South Carolina. And it can be summed up in one sentence, the arrogance of Notre Dame with the history of Wake Forest. Mm. <laughs> By the way, that sound is me dropping the mic. Now, I'm curious, where would South Carolina have been on your list before Spurrier? Oh, the same place. Same spot. Okay. No. Okay. They've okay. had the arrogance that, of Notre okay. Dame that's with the amazing. history of Wake Forest since 1992. <laughs> that's amazing. And I have to assume they had it before. I think that's why they got kicked out of the ACC. Yeah. They have one conference championship, 1969 in the ACC. Uh, you keep in mind, Georgia played South Carolina fairly regularly uh, when they were an independent right. team. You know, the George Rogers Herschel Walker game uh, was kind of a little bit built in lore. Joe Morrison dying at the stadium, um, but the fact of the matter is, is that they are um, terrible people who have no grace about them, uh, win or lose, and the arrogance of Notre Dame in the history of Wake Forest. That's, I mean, I, I that's, I, that's great. <laughs> I will never think of them in any way other than that again. All right. Now that's a tweetable, we, that's a tweetable phrase. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's so true. All right. Let's build up to number one, man. Let's go. My number one. Okay. Your number one is, well, it's already, it's already <laughs> known. <laughs> I mean, I've just got to make the proclamation, make the proclamation. My number one, most objectionable team fan base, you name it is Auburn. And you, you, th- Bravo, you find that, sir. Bravo. yeah, yeah, you know, and I, th- I think it's uh, well deserved because if you had asked me this, I don't know, 20, 25 years ago, it definitely would not have been Auburn back then. But I've been to Auburn many, many times. I was there when we lost in overtime, when I think something had to do with Terrence Edwards. That was pretty awful. And then the thing that aggravated me was it took me, you know, we were staying in Columbus because my wife is from Columbus. I think it took us like four and a half hours to get home. What takes four and a half hours to get anywhere from <laughs> It was awful. Now, I will give them a hand clap. It was the loudest stadium I'd ever been in. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is about it because it doesn't look especially daunting. I mean, it looks kind of like Sanford um, in, in a way, but it Sanford does not hold the noise. That place will hold the noise. Um, and it, it was just deafening. It was hard to really even think straight. Maybe part of it had to do with the fact that they put the Georgia fans like on the first two rows and you can't see anything. In the end zone. Yeah, you can't see anything there. But then again, I was also there for the Michael Johnson catch in 02, which was nice. But I haven't been back in years, and we're not going this year either. Yeah. Uh, even though my wife's from Columbus, she just will not go there. Now, what I should do, 
I really should have her come up here and and, and just ask her about Auburn because you know just right on. I'll she say, gets salty. She well, gets riled up the way that my wife gets riled up at Tennessee. Yeah. yeah. So here's what I'm going to do to speak for on my behalf. She's downstairs right now, probably blogging, you know, watching the Kardashians or something. She has no idea what we really talk. She doesn't listen to our podcast. I'm sorry, guys. She doesn't. So I'm going to go grab her. I'm not going to tell her why. And I'm going to have her sit down here. And I'm going to have <laughs> you ask her what she thinks about Auburn. That she doesn't know that she's She has this. no idea. Oh, that should be cold. Uh, Apologize to her for us in advance. No, no, this is my idea. Should we I li- know. We should live Periscope you know what? She'll be glad that she did it. <laughs> Well, the Twitter questions revolve around putting Bowda in. Not going to happen. Yeah. And what was the other one? Um, will Floyd Manley stay at outside linebacker? Oh, that's from Dog on Tap. Um, yeah, I think so. He played much better this week at OLB. I think he – I don't know. He has potential to play those other positions, but right now I think that's that's where he does the best. And then you uh, – yeah, I don't know. And then Zach Barrett asked about Balta, Faton Balta, and yeah, you know, just maybe may, I keep hearing noise about a package deal. I'm answering the questions. Uh, I keep hearing noise about a package deal, but I just don't see it. Yeah. If the, if not to this point, why now? Oh, we brought Taco too. Cool. <laughs> Taco is this awesome, like, well, he's like a 104 pound Malmute. <laughs> this is the first time I've ever seen this dog without it trying to bite my face off. By the way. <laughs> Describe the dog, please. All right, Jennifer. Taco gets He's me. He's only six Jennifer, pounds, really. The mic is yours. And Tony and Will will be the instigators, navigators, and quizzers. Isn't it true, Ms. Duvall? This is that, very nerve-wracking. Yes, get, get closer okay. to the mic. And state your name. Or, yeah. My name is Jennifer Duvall, and I'm the wife of Scott. And I was downstairs having sure? a nice glass minding of wine, your own minding my own business. All right, so I think that you have been brought here by Scott. Yes. By the way, not by us. Right. But you have been brought here uh, because we are discussing our least favorite fan bases during the off week. And he ranked number one, his least favorite school, the place that makes him riled up. This, let's make this into the newlywed game Hold for on, a wait. second. Oh, what no, is, yeah, exactly. What is the actual, what is... I, I thought we were going to ask a question about Texas Tech's coach. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, that's the hot one, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like him. <laughs> he uh, makes football more fun. <laughs> so uh, so we, we were talking about the least favorite fan bases, the fan bases that we hate, the teams that we hate, the people that get the bile to rise up in our throat. When we discuss them, okay. who is his number one, and why would he bring you in specifically to talk about how much you and he therefore hate this fan base? It has to be Auburn. It is, of course, Auburn. Oh, I got so, it right. Hey. Yeah, we can stay together for a few exactly. more years. Tell her exactly. why she wins. <laughs> so, tell us why Auburn is awful. Why the fans are awful. Why everything about them is awful. But. Okay, are people going to dislike me when I say this? The people God, will not if you do it me. right, they'll love you. Yes. You do this right, you will, you will you'll become. Okay, well, your wife should understand be this checked. because I am I am from Columbus, Georgia, mm. which is right kind of near where Auburn is located. Yes. So I grew up amongst a bunch of people that loved Auburn. My father went to UGA. So he grew up kind of instilling in me, like, you have to hate Auburn. Mm, right. So I just grew up in a sea of orange and blue, which I really hated. Because mm. red and black, let's be honest, is a great color scheme. Okay. Compared to the orange and the blue. Understood. And Auburn, it's just not a lot to do there. A lot of pastures. Describe to me the average fan that you have seen at Jordan-Hare Stadium. Jordan-Hare. Well, we say Jordan, where I'm from, Muskogee County. 
Well, um, and they say that also in Lee County. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Where I'm from, we call it Jordan Halley <laughs> Stadium. Describe the fans. I mean, it's been a while since I've been in their stadium, thankfully. <laughs> right. Um, but, I mean, they feel like they're better mm-hmm. than thou. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I just remember not really enjoying my time in their stadium. All right, I think this is the last question we have for you before we you are able to go on about okay. your business. You, I didn't, didn't poison, poison the tree. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do that. It was no part of that. Yeah, they really lost their minds about yeah, that, that, didn't they? Yeah, that was really, that was really wrong. Whoever poisoned Whoever the tree, did that, of course, of course, of course. Yeah, but, I would I never mean, go that far. I mean, it's. I mean, it's a, it's a tree. <laughs> but anyway, okay. So my last question is: uh-huh. when you see, like, if you were to meet someone and had no biographical information about them whatsoever except for the fact that they went to Auburn, what would be the first thoughts that would come to your brain about them? Just boring. Yeah. I mean, just all over, just not, yeah, not a lot of substance. Just a little boring. Yeah. Well, you you have context with those people. I do. Yeah. And so there's always an exception to a rule, of course. Mm. But I would say some of the people I've met that went there, yeah, just kind of boring. Just not, they don't really have much to say about their school. I mean, you really can't say many great like things like when I, you know, when I went to Auburn like I got to do this and right. there was this about downtown. Eh, there's, you know, like Athens, we have a great downtown scene or like we have a great veterinary college. I mean, what, what really stands out in Auburn, honestly? Yeah, I don't know. I what mean, stands out? Right. They have two mascots they can't make decisions. <laughs> what, uh, like which one's the most Oh, uh, yeah, please. I preach in the choir. Right? <laughs> so all right. That's well, that was very good. Uh, do you have anything else? To Tony, do you have any? No, I think she captured it pretty well. Yeah. That yes. was really nerve wracking. I have some really good friends that went there. So this is their yeah. affliction that you accept and forgive. Exactly. That's but a not great way to put tolerate. it. Tolerate. Yes. Tolerate maybe. I doubt you tolerate it. You yeah. just accept that like, you know, it's like having yeah. a, it's like having a very close friend whose political views are the opposite of yours. Yes. You, it doesn't mean that you, you're still your friend. It doesn't mean you don't like them. You still care yes. about them. You just hope it never comes up. Yes, it's like politics when yes. it comes to Auburn. Yeah. yeah. You just think it was a bad decision. They went there. But you'll yes. still be their friend. Yes, and like, you forgive them for their affliction. Yeah, and the worst part about Auburn is leaving their football stadium after a game, and it's like a two-lane road, and you can't get out of the city. <laughs> I'm like, can you fix your transportation so I can get out of Auburn, which I don't want to stay in overnight. Expecting Alabama to fix its transportation, I think, is asking Maybe a lot. Too yeah. far. Right. All right. Well, thank you for coming. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Okay. All right. See, that I... wasn't so bad. That wasn't so bad. No, it wasn't so bad. Glad... I'm kind of sweating. <laughs> it's cooler. <laughs> okay. <here>. So <laughs> she's actually sweating because of the stress. We're sorry <laughs> to put you through that, but I hope that was enjoyable. That's okay. Yeah, I hope. I hope it helped. You nailed it. Yeah. Thank you, Jenny. Sure. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully you got some sound bites out of that one. I think oh, you might have gotten a, a tweet. <laughs> oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, good. And I think a picture did might I? be on Twitter. No. It's possible, yeah. You and Taco. I'm in my pajamas. You took a picture of me? Those are pajamas? <laughs> wow. Okay. I wouldn't say I did. I don't know. This wacky iPhone. Oh, this wacky okay. phone thing. Oh, yeah. You won't be able to Bye, see Taco. it on yours anyway. <laughs> Bye, Taco. Thank you for being nice to me. It's the nicest the tacos. Yeah, ever right? Been. He didn't interrupt the, um, the podcast. <laughs> Taco handled it well. All right, time for your number one, Tony. Well, this is easy, Florida. Yeah. I'm surprised Florida was not your number one. I don't really so, think I, I have to have reasons. I think I'd just leave it with Florida. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, I'm from the part of the state where Florida is abhorred uh, because we are all good Americans. 
the fan base is terrible. The people that, that support them are terrible. Um, they uh, have misguided principles that, that involve things like non-doctor, non-moil, you know, doing things to kids in the Philippines. It's just a lot of stuff. I just <laughs> oh my can't God. get my head around. Just really, there's a I'm lot of stuff. Have to take that out. No, you do <laughs> okay. not take that out. No, but here's the thing. We actually had this conversation and, you know, of course I'm talking about Urban Meyer now. No, right. I'm talking about Tim Tebow and everybody's like, well, Tim Tebow is such a great guy. And I, I don't know a lot of stories tonight, but um, Tim, you know, Tim Tebow, Tim Tebow hasn't done anything that, that AJ Green didn't do that, I mean, Terry, Terry Godwin this weekend went and delivered loaded supplies up to go to Columbia. I mean, it's just that he was a you know good looking, high school winning quarterback with um, the publicity team. With the publicity team, right? So and and you know, I, so this is not to say that the things that he's done have been bad. It's just there's a certainly self congratulatory nation. Completely, yes. Um, I'll, I'll never forget. I was in New York for during the same week as Heisman Week, and he and Colt McCoy came in to Gold Something's Deli. Uh, let's call it Katz's since I remember that. It wasn't Katz's. It was Gold Goldberg Deli, no. whatever, in Manhattan. They come in. They got ESPN crew with them. Like, literally walk right by me. It's like, Cole, congratulations. And it's like, he walks by. I pull it like, Tebow. Like, you know, Newman. And yeah. I was so proud of myself. Uh, so I was very, <laughs> you very. You know, Newman's a Georgia grad. He is Georgia grad. He is Georgia grad. Um, so I was very, very happy to. Very happy to do that. Yeah. But Florida, their their color schemes are bad. The stupid donut. And then the chomp, and then the swaying. It's just, it's just bad. Just really bad. And they have one of the most invasive maneuvers that they do when they're celebrating. They they get right up on you and they start doing oh, their, yeah. t- their they, gator they chomp. Get your, they get in your personal space. It's not, you know, I just. Well, you're sitting in the Florida section. Uh, yeah, we're working on rectifying that. Um, so <laughs> the, uh, you know, by, by the way, if anybody has a lot, a pass, a parking pass, I really need one. Um, but beyond that, it's, um, ugh, ugh. I've been down there and literally have had, uh, a guy in short, I mean, talking about really short shorts, cutoff shorts, taunting a 12 year old kid for wearing a David Green jersey, literally taunting a David Green jersey. I, uh, here's my last question. Okay. Do you think Florida considers Georgia their number one? I think it depends on where you are in the state. Okay. Uh, certainly northeast Florida, Jacksonville area. Definitely. Uh, definitely. Um, it, the closer you get to Tallahassee or the further you get in south Florida, the more they would they would consider Florida State or Miami. Okay. And I think, frankly, that is the one program besides Southern, uh, Southern Cal, uh, South Carolina that would say – Georgia is their biggest rival, right. right? Auburn fans is Alabama. Tennessee is Alabama. You know, I can't really think. Maybe Vandy might say that, but if they have any sense, they're, they're saying they're saying Kentucky or Tennessee. Yeah, I always find, and I find this notion of who people find rivals right. so fascinating. Right. Coming from the yeah, Illinois, Illinois, from the Illinois idea, like we in basketball, we consider Indiana our biggest rival. Sure. In football, we consider. In the past, it's been Michigan, right. past, but like none of these teams consider yeah, Illinois as their biggest rival. Yeah. But it's funny because Northwestern considers Illinois its biggest rival, and we're like, you are not our rival. So I find like rivalry becomes one of the things I like about a good like one of my fa- a great like Auburn Alabama is a truly great rivalry sure. because they consider each other equals. They yes. may not be equals, but they consider each other equals. To me, that's what makes one thing that I think Georgia is missing. In the same way that Illinois is missing, 
It's missing a truly great... Just one. Just one. Yeah. Equals great rivalry in the way that the Red Sox are Yankees. Right. Or and I, Oklahoma, Texas. I would actually or, argue if we played Clemson every year, that would be That would us. be it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't think any sane fan that's over, that's under the age of 60 considers Georgia Tech to be a rival. Yeah. Um, you know, probably pre-Spurrier, Georgia was Florida's biggest rival. Um you know Auburn clearly. Uh, Auburn clearly. Alabama's their biggest rival. Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee. There are probably a lot of Tennessee fans that consider Georgia to be their biggest rival. Do you but think also Florida? So. Do you think Georgia Tech considers Georgia its biggest rival? One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. That is. So very, they're your Northwestern. There it is. There are actually. Yeah. There are Northwestern. Let's, we'll go. I was going to go Michigan in Illinois, but yeah. 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 One thing. Uh, one thing I always find amusing this is my last question because I, I put together a list of questions that we don't have time for and we don't need to do anyway. But one thing I want to ask about the Georgia Tech thing. Yeah, we'll do picks. Yeah, I'll pull them up. Yeah. One, I want to ask for the Georgia Tech thing because it is baffle. I don't understand it. What, what don't like I understand mean? hating Georgia Tech. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I don't understand the nerd thing. Mm-hmm. The minute the Georgia Tech comes up, every like literally as if you are, it's invasion of the body snatchers, and everyone immediately goes, "Oh, those nerds!" You know, Georgia is as good a school, if not better, than Georgia Tech. Like it's baffling ooh, to me. Ooh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah, like <laughs> Georgia Tech. Uh, from from, I will give Georgia Tech props for us too. From a profile wise, they're a better school. Yeah, but it's not a blow away. Like it's not. No, it was. It was twenty five years ago. Yeah, but it's definitely, definitely not now. Like if you look at rankings, Georgia Tech is ahead of Georgia, but not substantially. Like not not in a way that like frankly, Illinois and Northwestern. Illinois is a good school. Yeah. Northwestern is a great school. Yeah. Northwestern can lord that over Illinois. Yeah. Illinois can call Northwestern nerds. Georgia Tech is not that much better than Georgia. So I don't really understand the nerd thing. I think that exists from, you know, 80s, 90s uh, comedies, you know, and you just had the stereotypical nerd geek squad. Yeah, type I thing. understand. We have that. But why is Georgia Tech? Like, it's not that it's much stuck. better of a school. It's, it's stuck. stuck. It's stuck. It's and, just, and probably 40 years ago, it was much more, I mean, you know. Like it probably was. Southern. Really, yeah, the really. Is it Hope Scholarship? Is, is that Hope Scholarship no, related? Hope Scholarship balanced it. Yeah, that's what I heard. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. yeah. So, so basically what you had is that. You know, let's name any random high school. The really smart kids went to Georgia Tech. Yeah. The kids that were smart but not really smart came to Georgia, right? right? And then, yeah, then you had, you know, military, whatever. Um, Hope Scholarship changed all that because yeah. the kids from high schools that ordinarily would have gone to places like Vanderbilt or Duke or Harvard even right. uh, decided to say, hey, I want a liberal arts or education. I can go to Georgia yeah. uh, and go for free as opposed to costing my parents $50,000. And, you know, my parents have saved all this money, and now, you know, right. the deal was worked. I mean, there are a lot of kids that where the deal was worked out. Go to college, graduate. This is your money when you graduate. Yeah, yeah. We saved it anyway. Right, right, right. right, so that did change a little bit of what happened. And, frankly, that's why Georgia was able to build a college of engineering. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's been an engineering program at Georgia all along, yeah. right? But now but it's – Now it's an actual college right, as right. opposed to part of the College of Ag. I mean, it's ag- right. agricultural engineering. I mean, Illinois Engineering School is better than Georgia Texas Engineering School. Yes, absolutely. Like, it's not like yeah. – like, substantially. Like, Illinois may have, yeah, like, one Illinois of the top – like, you know, top five. It's top three or top five. Yeah. And Tech's top ten or yeah. twelve. yeah. So, but all right, well, nerds, nerds. Does anything that had to do with those four years of George Godsey add to that? Because he kind of <laughs> epitomized the, I mean, and now he coaches in the NFL. So, I mean, he's doing very well. But, you know, just the, you're like, how is this guy beating us? What I want to know is how Reggie Ball can't count to four. That's, that's hmm. the thing I need to know. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, that was fun. I think, yes, I feel like I understand you. a lot thank now. You. I'm glad we, I, we did not have to do the questions. So, I'm very yeah. glad that we, we nailed that down. 
I hope you enjoyed our episode. It was fun and cathartic for Tony and me to verbalize why we have an issue with certain SEC teams more than some of the others. If this idea has piqued your interest, we'd love to hear your rankings. Even if you're not a Georgia fan, it would be fascinating to see where UGA was positioned in your most objectionable team list. Send us a tweet at WSLS Podcast if you like. Or if you can't fit it into 140 characters, you can send an email to wslspodcast at gmail.com. If we get any really good ones, we'll read them on the next podcast episode. Make sure to get your picks in for the college football pick'em contest tonight because there are three Thursday night games on the docket. You can find the link by going to funofficepools.com. This podcast can be heard on iTunes, SoundCloud, and the Georgia Sports Blog. We are up to about 20 reviews on iTunes thus far, and Will, Tony, and I greatly appreciate the feedback. If you could take time to leave a rating, review, and subscription, that'd be awesome. I'd like to thank some of the recent reviewers like Lamond30, Calvin F., and Dog on Tap. Thanks, guys. Enjoy your off week, Georgia fans. Let's all unite and pull for Bama to beat the Vols in T-Town this weekend. I don't think that's too much of a stretch. And if the tide comes through, then the Georgia-Florida game next week will mean everything in which team takes control of the SEC East to be the representative in the championship game. So, have yourselves a great weekend, and go dogs. <laughs>